Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Game Logic. Today's episode was recorded on June the 7th, 2022. I'm your host, gaming psychologist, and with me, as always, my favorite rambling buddy, Caffeine Rage. On today's show, we will, of course, be discussing some games we have played. E3 threatens to return in 2023. Space Engineers raises its DLC price for continued support. U.S. advocacy groups call on the FTC to investigate FIFA loot boxes. Again. Fans beg Sega to delay Sonic Frontiers. And then we've got a couple submissions from the community corner. Military secrets leaked on War Thunder forums. Again. Again. And Diablo Immortal launches into a garbage fire. Uh, If time allows, we'll have a Steam Discovery queue, but my money's on that (laughs) not happening, but I'll allow the chance. Timestamps will be in the show notes following their respective topics. Hello, Rage. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm alright. Nice. Not, not that you have any clue on that one. This is turning into smooth jazz. Oh, no, it's lo-fi hip-hop right now. Okay, lo-fi hip-hop. Coming at you live. Uh, smooth music and smooth coffee. WKJ 101. I don't, I don't know why I just did that. Oh, maybe well, well, look life at, or in well, look at this way. I'm a radio DJ. Uh, hey, we could always uh, ditch the gaming podcast and just do internet radio. <laughs> hey, we need somebody to call in. <laughs> You're calling in Video Game Logic After Dark. Uh, <laughs> caller number four, Bert. You're live. What can we do for you, Bert? Mm-hmm, I see. And then he... Uh, <laughs> He did, oh, that sounds really rough there, Bert. Yeah, you might want to turn your mute button on next time. Those uh, 11-year-olds can be tricky on Counter-Strike. Definitely don't want to hear that he fucked your mother last night. That'll make you feel real bad. All right, we're going to be back after this commercial break. I don't, that's that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. Well, good go, night, everybody. I could go for many more minutes, possibly hours, doing, like, fake radio bullshit. And when next I was up, a kid, uh, we hear about... The new season of 10 Gay Clown Dads. 10 Gay Clown Dads. Sponsored this year by McDonald's. Ronald McDonald, <laughs> the original weird clown. <laughs> now we're back with a rather report. You know, I, gotta res- I-, I respect Ronald McDonald's game. He used to be a homeless hobo clown, and he made something of himself. Because have That's you ever true. seen those early uh, 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 McDonald's commercials? I have. Yes, <laughs> it, it, I have. It looked like he crawled out of Oscar the Grouch's uh, trash can. Yes. Oscar the Grouch evicted him from the trash can. <laughs> He's like, listen. Look, dude, you that, Now go. listen here, you fucker. I'm tired of hey, your goddamn hamburgers. Pay your bills, fucko, with money. I don't want any more cheeseburgers. I got all the food I need right here in my trash can. Oh, Anyways, uh, did, did we just come up with another TV show? A prequel to McDonald's? It uh, sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not quite as good as Bill Cosby and Hitler, but it's up there. Yes. What's the um the TV show? Shameless, I think is what it's called. The TV show that's uh, basically about poor people. Uh, I've never and heard of it. It's I probably I probably show. wouldn't want to watch it because, right? In some ways, it's incredibly insightful. In Unfortunately. other ways, it's incredibly offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, this feels like that, but for, you know, mascot characters. Um, but I, I like, you know, whatever we want to call our show after dark. <laughs> that works for me. Yeah, but I think we need to get a listener base before we launch another, uh, uh, podcast, you know? Maybe if we speak very softly into the microphone, people are going to want to come 
and uh, listen to our stories. Or maybe they just want to come. Oh, are we going to do some sexy ASMR? <laughs> I mean, I could do that too. I can be anything you want for the right price. Well, this got weird. <laughs> <laughs> the, si- the silence will be cut in editing, but I'm just like, la- like, smile, like, chuckling under my breath and like just waiting to see what your response is going to be. And it's. It got weird, right? <laughs> I've I've uh, been with you long enough to know that that means it's time to move on. So let's go do our show. Um, hey, Rage, we played some games this week. Yeah. Uh, do uh, you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, mine's going to be fairly short because it's more first thoughts on it on this than anything else. And I, I'm okay. I'm looking forward to hearing what you think of eventually when your power is cut out and you melt all evening. Yeah. Uh, so the update for SnowRunner came out. Uh huh. And this has been a rather long one coming, and it's, in my opinion, underwhelming. So uh, the uh, SnowRunner, for those who don't know, is the sequel to uh, Bud Runner, which involves well, at least some maps, uh, snowy terrain, uh, ha- hauling cargo from uh, point A to point B, and trying to navigate uh, through, you know. Yeah, like C, D, E, F, G to get back to B, right? Right. Uh, with various maps usually having some sort of gimmick. Uh, the first few base maps that come with the game, pretty standard, maybe a gimmick. Uh, uh, what would you consider Russia being absolutely massive uh, and having to build up a, a secondary garage as a gimmick? Um... Maybe I mean that's a mechanic that gets used over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'd call it. Oh, oh it was also the first time they did it. So that's true. That's true. Uh, uh, and they've had two year, uh, two season passes with the third one of the second year pass just coming out. The previous one, main, uh, the gimmick for the map was uh, you start off with a very damaged garage, and you had to. Essentially, do supply runs back to your garage to repair it to get basic functionality back. You know, unlocking the trailer store, that sort of thing. And it had a, a lot of challenge to it in that there was a lot of ways to approach it. There was a lot of ways to you know, uh, go through uh, various parts of the map. And, or maps, I guess I should say, because it was two maps. And there was a lot of options on things to do and, you know, allowed you to prioritize. Tennessee came out, and if Tennessee is anything like my state, it's probably the most realistic uh, uh, map there is, in that there is hardly anything to do. That checks out. (laughs) Uh, It's the complete polar opposite of Maine, and it's disappointing. It's a single map about the size of uh, one of the larger maps uh, from, like, Maine, but the way that they set up everything, it just is underwhelming. So... There's two types of contracts or tasks in the game. There's, well, contracts and tasks. They're basically missions. And tasks are usually just, you find them, uh, you you start them, and you do them whenever, and uh, they give you a reward. And they might have a chain of tasks that one unlocks another one that unlocks another one. But usually not too involved. With contracts being essentially the story, quote-unquote, of the map. Tennessee has... Less than a half a dozen tasks. It's all connected into the contra- uh, into the contracts, and it just feels very underwhelming when you only have a couple things that you could do at a time because there's just you know hardly anything on the map otherwise. 
Yeah. And you can see a lot of teasers about what's coming because there's like, uh, I'm assuming this is very much like Tennessee. There's trailers and uh, trucks scattered all over the place that you have to eventually, I'm presuming, collect. Also checks out. But you can't do anything with them yet because you have. You don't want to drag them anywhere because, you know, what if you have to move them in the completely opposite direction, right? So it's just a rather underwhelming, honestly short-seeming uh, DLC. I spent ages on main, even though I did take a break for Satisfactory, which, waiting on that update, it took me quite a while to get through all the stuff in main. This feels like it's going to be a small fraction of that time, unless there's a couple of other... Uh, tasks that deliberately go out of their way to just pad it. Like, the very first one of the con- of the uh, contracts uh, is uh, repair. Uh, it's a, uh, essentially repairing the supply depot, which is off to this way... I want to say south in the map, but uh, directions on the map, but it's always a little fuzzy anyway. But yeah, it's like way off to the side of the map, and you have to haul a generator over there, because of course you do. But thankfully, they do enable a trailer store once you're over there, so yeah. I don't have to worry about having a fuel tanker there because I could just, you know, spawn a fuel tank there and, yeah, right? Right. Uh, but that's where all the supplies are going to come from. And that feels like padding to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> where uh, the next con- uh, next contract is hauling a bunch of stuff from there back to the garage area, <laughs> right? Where the uh, generator was originally. And, oh, I'm just underwhelmed, you know? It also kind of left a bad taste in my mouth that literally the first thing I saw on the map was something I couldn't do because I wasn't in co-op. Yeah. Because they do have uh, uh, trials, uh, essentially a time mission, usually fairly easy to at least get silver. Uh, And this one, the entire emphasis is on racing. And you cannot do the trials that are not part of the storyline contracts if you're in single player. And that just feels like they're missing the entire way that most people like to play this game, right? Yeah. Unless they have some sort of metadata that tells them otherwise. It's always felt like a game that is solitary, sit there, uh, play listening to a podcast or watching Netflix or something, right? Yeah. I mean, the the two ways that I play SnowRunner are with you or with podcasts on. Mm Mm-hmm. And having no other way. And having racing, and uh, especially SnowRunner. Uh, SnowRunner has a semi-realistic uh, physics system. And I say semi-realistic because there's times that, you know, a, you know, Invisible Pebble just completely wipes out your truck. Yeah. And they've obviously went through and uh, tried to use the most safe uh, uh, surfaces that they could for the racing. The main circuit that you eventually fix up. Is this, you know, really wide, dirt road that's pretty clear of obstacles. But it just, like I said, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It was a bad first impression. And then I take my radar and I start pinging the map. And there's nothing. Uh, there's two, well, I, I, I shouldn't say there's nothing. There's hardly anything. There's the, a few tasks, and most of those are revolving around enabling supply, re, uh, supply or, uh, repair points. Or upgrades, which is the other thing. All the upgrades on this map are related to the two new trucks that honestly kind of suck outside of their very specific role for this map. They're both racing cars. And SnowRunner is not a game that 
has a lot of room for racing in it. Maybe once the uh, the mod maps get uh, re-enabled, because they all have to be repackaged, because yeah. this update was also... Well, it also broke a few things. It broke a lot of mods that uh, are uh, map-specific, or, you know, map mods, because they have to be repackaged for the next-gen consoles. And it also wiped out every single mod truck out there. Uh, even if the uh, mod wasn't uh, disabled, it took it off the maps for whatever reason. Thankfully, I had finished main, and I just, you know, uh, recalled all my trucks and waited. If I was in the yeah. middle of a map, I would have been highly pissed. And there's people that, you know, obviously were very ticked off because, you know, they're in the middle of, you know, uh, of, you know, one of these frozen, uh, wastelands and all their trucks just suddenly despawn right yeah that would tragic mm-hmm. i mean it happened to me but i think that was because i started a multiplayer without enabling mods so that right yeah but oof. i'm just hoping that the last update for this season pass is a lot better because they promised expansion on this one yeah uh, their last one on a uh, on uh, the season passes have been typically the larger maps, the larger, uh, yeah, more content-rich ones. And, oh, right. Yeah. I'm hoping that they follow through on this one because he hadn't so far, right? Yeah. Was um was there a desert in uh, the, the previous, uh, in Mudrunner? I don't Like, a desert so. map would be neat. Like in Baja or Texas or oh, there's people that's saying that the next one should have some sort of desert or you know more terrains because typically uh, Snowrunner has had snow, mud, snowy mud, or muddy snow, oh, or ice yeah. and fucking and ice. Sand can be as treacherous or more treacherous than snow and mud. Mm-hmm. Like it requires a completely different set of tires and driving style to drive on. For heavy cargo. Yeah, which I never really cared for how they did ice in Snowrunner. Just because it breaks up into such big chunks. Yeah. And the way the physics system handles it. You have a truck that could clear it easily one time and then just gets bottomed out the next time because, you know, chunk of uh, ice is up under your tire. (laughs) Yeah. I I hate to uh, be so down on this one. Hopefully, uh, after doing a couple contracts, it'll uh, open up a bit more, but... I'm not expecting it to, and it'll just be, okay, well, are you on season eight? Or go back to the, one of the previous maps. Yeah, I mean, you know, they can't all be winners, so to I speak. Know. I mean, true. It would be, yeah. It also doesn't help that Bane was actually a really good map. I think, I mean, you know, well, I'll check it out for myself before I fully pass any kind of judgment, but I would rather them try something different and it not be great than to just keep doing the exact same thing and it wind up stale and boring. Yeah, true. I think it's also the fact that they went racing, and for a long time on the uh, uh, yeah, the test builds, uh, if you weren't in co-op, you couldn't progress at all, because they expected people to just, you know, group up. But there's no, you know, really in-game system to do that. Yeah, other than just joining random multiplayer games. So they eventually did put a band-aid patch on it where uh, you could do single player on the contracts, but the ones that are still on the map have to be done multiplayer. All right? Yeah. All right. Is it my turn? Uh, I think so. Sweet. 
Um, so I played a game by the name of Kenshi. Uh, Kenshi I-, I love his released... uh, YouTube channel. Oh wait, that's Kenji. <laughs> Kenji first released like period in I believe 2013, and it released on Steam in 2018. And oh, I thought, I thought a... Kimchi was older. Th- oh wait, that's Kimchi. Sorry. But um, <laughs> Kenji is a really hard game to describe. The best way I can describe it is if someone said, "What game mechanics would you like to have for your game?" and you responded. Yes. Um, it's one part isometric CRPG. It's one part real-time strategy. It's one part survival crafting game. It's one part 4X strategy game. It's one part building, um, like a city town builder game. It's one part adventure game. It's one part RPG. You're up to like, like 78 parts, by the way. I know. I know, and there's, like, I'm sure more parts that I haven't explored. Um, it's got, uh, story progression, but also it's an open world. It has, like, it's got, uh, there's so much. It's extremely overwhelming. Um, the base sort of recommended game start drops you in as, like, a single individual in a relatively safe part of the map. And gives you a chance to explore and learn the mechanics and start building a character before you jump in on either one of the custom, or sorry, one of the scenarios or do a custom start. It's kind of like Mountain Blade in the sense of like you start the game as a nobody and you have lots of opportunities and choices to make. Do you want to focus on one of these paths? Do you want to be a craftsman? Do you want to open, you know, a shop in the city that sells the highest quality swords? And you make money and do that and slowly buy out the city and become its ruler. Well, you can do that. Do you want Which I to absolutely open... love Mountain Blade. Yes. Do you want to open a trading settlement between major cities and set it up as a, you know, a small settlement where that people can come and trade and, and you open a bar and people come and buy alcohol and you hire security um, or maybe you hire on sort of permanent members so that you directly can control them and run your own security well you can do that do you want to become the ruler of a of a city like either taking it over through conquest or by completing a quest line so that you become the king well you can do that do you want to wander the world to become a renowned knight that people say your name whenever you walk into city and you're like wow it's Dick Fart, the Black Knight. Well, you can do that too. There's so many fucking things and stats in this game and abilities. I would either love it or hate it. There's no in between. Yes, you would like anybody listening like would love this or would hate it. And it it straddles that weird line between like everything that it does, at least that I've engaged with so far, is fine. And I could think of a game that does that mechanic better. But the combination of all of the mechanics together, giving you so much choice um, and so much depth and variety with what you can do and ways you can approach problems, makes it a relatively unique experience. There's more to it than Mountain Blade, but that's probably the thing that I can think of to compare it to the most. Um, The character path that I have chosen so far um to follow is 
the sort of quote unquote rags to riches storyline. Uh-huh. Um, I started out as like an individual character and have been um, essentially working in a mine to level up all of my physical stats and to earn money. And I just bought a couple of buildings in the starter city and I'm researching some technology and I'm working my way to the crafting tree where that I can um, or start crafting my own swords and armor and things. I'm going to open up a shop in the store and I'm going to sell them. And I went on a little adventure to build some trade contacts and met a lizard bug lady. I don't know what, like they have, there's different races, you know, this is a fantasy world. There's different races um, or species or however you want to look at it that um, interact with one another. There's cults. Oh my God, there's cults. There's some weird cults. Um, honest, honestly, I think they're fascists. Like, I think that's their whole deal. They're just fascists. Because there's a city that I wandered into. I'm My character's female. And I wandered into this city. And they're like, your kind's not welcome here unless you put this mask on. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm leaving. Because I don't have any combat stats. So I can't fight them all the guards. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to be told what to do by some fascist pigs. So I left. But um, anyway, so I found this lizard bug lady. And she was being harassed by someone. Like a little story event popped up. And it's... You know, it's it's like CRPG stuff. Like, it's text, you know, in dialogue boxes. I don't know if there's any voice acting in the game. I haven't encountered any voice acting, so I don't think so. But it was just a little sort of choose-your-own-adventure, like, story thing, where there were some dialogue choices that I made, and a little quest popped up that I could do if I wanted to or not. But I, I chose not to and instead, like, just talk to this lady some more. And eventually I convinced her to join me and I, like, completed the quest. And then I got a second person and she's, like, really good at combat. And so, like, together we're a team and I'm a craftsman and she's... I mean, like, it, it you know, I, I control her, like, as the player. It's not like she just follows me around or whatever. Like, I'm controlling her. But it's sort of this dynamic duo situation that has appeared. And we went back to the starting town and we killed some uh, some bandits and... There is um, a pretty complicated and complex medical system for treating people who get wounded and people can, you know, lose limbs. And I mean, obviously you can die, but, you know, there's individual damage for every single part of your body and you can lose limbs. Have to get them healed through some kind of magic. I don't. Yeah, I mean, there's normal healing like bandages and stuff, but then there's these like magic robot things that exist in the world and you can get replacement um, essentially like cybernetic body parts um, as prosthetics when you lose limbs and there's a whole deal connected to those that I don't quite fully understand yet like it's I, it's so big I've maybe explored 5% of the map on this this character so far and I'm sure there are things that I am not scratching like there's a whole farming system that I haven't looked at yet um, the settlement oh, I've been looking for a replacement for sim farm there you go. The settlement uh, management thing is not something I've really engaged with. Like, I've read the, the in-game tutorials about it and have done some very basic management with the buildings that I now own. And, like, making them public versus private buildings, setting the flags for them being stores or not. Like, some basic management, but there's it's so deep. It is such a deep game. And like I said, every mechanic that I've encountered in the game so far is fine, uh, average to maybe slightly above average. I haven't ran into any mechanic in the game that is, you know, excellent B plus A minus levels. You know, everything's like 
C plus to B minus levels. But the way that it all meshes together is quite good. Um, probably, honestly, my biggest complaint in the game is that the survival mechanics of having to eat food and drink water are pointless. Like, it's not very many games do survival mechanics well, unless that is the whole point of the game, you know? And this just feels like, well, it's gotta have survival mechanics. So, I mean, your character, as long as you have food in your inventory, your character automatically eats food and drinks water. I do appreciate that. On the one hand, I appreciate it. You don't have to do anything extra other than make sure you have it. But on the other hand, but why? Like, why have me have to take up inventory space and spend money and, like, have to manage this? I don't know. I don't, that annoyed me, but that's a minor. Overall, it is a game that I have enjoyed. That has at times been fun, and at other times, due to the complexity of the mechanics, been frustrating. But I keep finding myself returning to it to play... Oh, the Dwarf um, Fortress effect. Yeah, I keep finding myself returning to it to play a little bit more. To build my base a little bit more. To get a few more resources. Like, I keep doing it. So, it's definitely compelling in that way. And I've had a, you know, a more enjoyable overall experience. So then, it's basically the guild meets like half a dozen other genres, right? Yeah, that's that's about right. It's, oh, it's they, a shame that the guild uh, three just looks like it just is worse than anything they put it out. Yeah, I, it's still early access. Oh, that might end up at the VGL awards. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I will say, like one word of caution, is that it seems to struggle with modern hardware. Because it's a much older game than Steam makes it seem. So I've had weird hitches and performance issues that have to be because either the game doesn't play well with Windows 10 or certain aspects of it are a lot more uh, unoptimized than than they maybe should be, given its age and things. And one piece of advice, if you buy the game, leave Bone Dogs the hell alone. They're not worth it. Do not Bone the Dogs, They're, got it. They look, they remind me of... Um, what are the Pokemon that have, I almost said what are the Pokemans, that have, uh, like, bone mask things on their head? Bone hats? Cubone? Yeah, Cubone. They kind of make me think about a Cubone. Bone dog. Fuck you up. I got trapped on top of a tavern that was out in the wilderness because a bone dog showed up. I had to go into the tavern and basically sell everything I had so I could buy a crossbow and then go up on the roof and shoot the bone dog with crossbow bolts and died. It was a long process. <laughs> and of course, this is the character that had no combat sca- uh, stats. Well, at least until that point. Correct. Turns out, uh, learned how to shoot a crossbow. Indeed. So yeah, that's uh, that's Kinchy. That's that's what I played this week that I'm able to talk about. I played a few other games, but not ready to talk about it. Getting over to the topics list. So, ready for our first news topic of the night? Uh, sure. E3 threatens to return in 2003. <laughs> I saw, uh, I think it was uh, PC Games in uh, had that headline. Well, I can't do better than that, so we'll just steal that one. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, th- th- this one is kind of a non-news topic, but since we yeah, went on about E3 not being uh, around this year, uh, they pretty much just said, oh yeah, it's going to be a live... Uh, in-person and digital event next year. And gave no information otherwise. So, alright? Right. I mean, I mean, who does? Baby Mon- Monkey Pox will come in and save us, right? 
Oh, God. Maybe. <laughs> Have you got your monkeypox uh, vaccine? No. That, the, the fact monkeypox, right? At this point, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. These fucking Planet of the Apes here, monkeypox. Oh. I'm, I'm looking at getting a third uh, COVID vaccine because I'm, I'm at like, uh, I'm, I'm actually at, I think, seven months since my last, oh. since my booster. Give me another booster, baby. Shoot me up. Give me all the drugs. All the 5G. Uh, I want it all. Uh, uh, well, see, that's where the chip shortage is. It's all in the vaccines. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> uh, sorry, I gotta do the right ring wing meeting now. You paying attention yet, huh? You paying attention, sheeple? Come on, sheeple. Oh. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is there anything else to say? E3 might be coming back. If they do, okay. I don't really care. I don't. I just don't care about E3 at this point. I was struggling to care uh, two, three years ago. I mean, I just like, hope that they use this as a chance to reboot. I really think that E3's digital event is going to suck, and it's just going to be. Uh, it's going to be more the, for the indie devs from now on because uh, the big ones have just you know, spun off and done their own thing, or just you know stopped doing them all together. There's not going to be any furries next year, most likely, right? Because uh, Ubisoft That's a travesty. Uh, Ubisoft is off uh, doing their own thing, you know. Most likely, they're own employees against their will, but still. Yep, Ubisoft is a company that sexually harassed its employees for years and got away with it and lied about it. And continue to do so if, if if reporting is to be believed, which I believe. Uh huh. I mean, I, who? Uh, okay, here's here's a good one. Uh, who is going to be the big th- people for the uh, digital event? I can see the PC gaming show returning, or the Epic Game Show, or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, the Devolver, because right? Because Devolver is Devolver. Uh, which they which they have the their best. thing before too long for this year because they decided to do a digital only one. Uh, and yeah, isn't it in a week or something? So- like that? Something like, like that. Oh, I, uh, uh, I reckon EA is EA. Uh, is pretty much gone because the, the last few years they've been gone. Microsoft might return, but even then, right? Sony yeah, hasn't I can been. See Microsoft doing it though. Sony hasn't been. A, yeah, they need to figure out a new way for a car to appear on stage. But maybe they'll just, uh, you know, be ignoring the fact that there's a crew behind them assembling a car the entire press conference. That would be great. Do it like those army competitions where they take apart a jeep and like put it back together. No, no, no. No, I'm thinking uh, literal grease monkeys. Trained monkeys assembling a sports car. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I would pay good money to see that. I'll watch your event for that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ubisoft, we pretty much uh, wrote off. Uh, Sony's been gone for ages since the uh, the complete waste of time of the Last of Us Part Two uh, event was the last one I remember of theirs. Mostly because yeah. of... How much time and utterly pointless that uh, press conference was. I mean, it was nice that they uh, held part of it in a, uh, a, re- uh, a recreation of that one scene uh, in the trailer. But they did need, you know, a half an hour to move everybody back into the venue. No. Fuckers. They just suck. Although but I do yeah. appreciate that they're embracing PC gaming. Hey, we finally get to play the Spider-Man. Yay, the Spider-Man. And the other Spider-Man. <laughs> right? The, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> you, you can play White Spider-Man or Black Spider-Man. Who do you want? Peter Pocket or you got, Miles Morales? Why you gotta break race into this? 
Why not? All right, you're you're in Tennessee. Yep, that's right. I'm in Tennessee. Well, we uh, that means we know which uh, Spider Man you want to play. I want to play Spider Gwen. Just because oh, you want to look at that ass all the time, which dies. oh, if they haven't encrypted this game to all hell, there's going to be so many mods for this. And there's going to be so many lewd mods. The best kind. Uh, probably my favorite uh, comment somebody's going to uh, somebody mentioned. Uh, uh, there's going to be a Doc Ock that's just uh, his tentacles are just dicks. Yes, and they'll look like penises because his tentacles are dicks. Uh, no, no, they're, no, they're just, no, it's just going to be giant mixed McConnells coming out. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, we didn't say they were going to be turtles. Is there a turtle-based Spider-Man villain? Surely to God there is. There has to be, right? I mean, All they of have... his villains are enemy, or are, are enemies, are animals. Right? All right. Now, now I gotta find out, hang on. Yeah. Uh, does the Ninja Turtles count? <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's stuff about the Ninja Turtles. The, the, the Ninja Turtles don't count. Right. There's a turtle man, but looks like he's not a... Uh, he's just a general marble, looks like. Not for the Spider-Man. Okay, well, we have our uh, uh, new uh, target, Turtle Man. Turtle Man. Or Shell Shock, or you know, something. You know that there's a, a superhero or a supervillain somewhere called Shell Shock. Uh, of course. If they don't, right? Yeah. Alright, I don't, uh, don't know if I have anything else to say about E3. Do you? Uh, not really. I do hope that they uh, take the time to you know make it decent next year. But yeah, last time it it, it was starting to get cringe. What can I say? Yeah. So our next news topic: Space Engineers raises DLC prices for continued support. So um, I do appreciate them actually coming out and saying it beforehand, right? Yeah. It's not a huge uh, bump up. It's a dollar. And they're going to be holding a last chain sale as well. Is that right? Yeah, it's going from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. I don't even know. It's been forever since played Space Engineers. Yeah, I'm actually heading over to the Steam page to see how much DLC there is. So uh, am I. There's actually more than what I thought. Uh, there's forty seven bucks worth, but a lot of this looks to be decorative. Yeah, I I think almost all of it's cosmetic. Let's see. Decorative pack, style pack, economy deluxe, decorative pack, frostbite. What is this? Sparks of the future. Uh, sci-fi related. Cool. Uh, okay, so uh, heavy industry looks like it has some content to it. Uh, large grid magnet and small grid uh, version uh, to be able to pick up stuff. Beam blocks, uh, conveyor pipes, uh, columns, a button panel. Eh? So yeah, that nice. that actually has some stuff. So right, yeah. So so can't say it's all cosmetic. It's mostly cosmetic. Yeah, but hey, you know, good for them, I guess. And it looks like uh, uh, the warfare pack actually has some uh, weaponry on it as well. So right. Yeah, I've never bought a single piece of DLC. I've used mods before that added stuff to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, new new blocks and items, you know, etc. But I've never never bought any of the DLC. Yeah, I ended up refunding it because my computer at the time, it just would not run Ace Engineers all that well when uh, everybody was playing it. Yeah. Base game is still 20 bucks. It's been 20 bucks for a long time. I mean, it goes on sale frequently, <laughs> but that seems to be where that its its price has been for a long time. Yeah, what is the historic low on that? I'm imagining it's a bundle somewhere. 
Yeah. Uh, looks like it was given away at some point. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Uh, it had to be in a bundle, but there are, oh, there's so many logs, <laughs> right? Yeah. Game's been an active development a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, good on them for at least saying so before just uh, randomly doing it. <coughs> As I sneeze. Right. You're good. Uh, Take your time. Yeah, it was in five different bundles. Uh, there was an Indie Gala uh, Space Engineers uh, bundle. Humble Jumbo 4 bundle. <laughs> for a Humble Bundle. And the Humble Bundle survived this bundle, which was actually fairly recent. I just didn't jump on that one because, right? Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't mind them. You know, I'm happy that they said something beforehand instead of it just happening. Glad they're going to give an opportunity, you know, to get it on sale before the price increase. Like, Yeah. Although it's not a huge one, it is a price increase, and right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty straightforward news topic. Um, Woo. On to the next one. U.S. advocacy groups call on FTC to investigate FIFA loot boxes. Uh, no, that is not a old article. That's a new one, right? Yep. Honestly, a little surprised that you put this one up uh, top because, right? But, Did you not think it was worth talking about? Well, it's more, yeah, again, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been a hot minute since we've talked about it. Like, obviously, these things are still rolling, but we haven't talked about it in a hot minute. Um, so, this is a coalition of 15 advocacy groups. Uh, sent an open letter to the U.S. Fa- uh, Federal Trade Commission asking for regulators to investigate manipulative design d- abuses, uh, specifically in the FIFA franchise, which, you know, th- they're kind of going after the big dog, right? Yep. One of the biggest, even in the United States. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, is that uh, we just kind of write off FIFA, especially in the United States, but it, it, there's just so many whales, right? Yeah, and it's a massive worldwide franchise, mm-hmm. but... Or or, uh, or was, right? Because... Well, I mean, FIFA still is, just... Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, if I remember correctly, it's EA, right? That doesn't have the FIFA license anymore? Yeah. Uh, EA lost the FIFA license, I think, after this next version. Yeah. And FIFA's basically saying, Oh, well, if you want the authentic FIFA experience, come check out the new game. As soon as we find a developer. Right. But so, I mean, they seem to be going the same route that so many groups have before, mm-hmm. for better, for worse. Um, you know, EA's exploiting people, exploiting children um, with these predatory loot boxes. They're you know, harmful to people and their communities. Um, but, you know, sticking very much to the kids' angle. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum over the years, like... Everybody these practices, and even if they don't affect you directly, like even if you resist them, they still make your games worse. They're just shitty practices. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wasn't I, for one, am happy to see that they're getting. They had to completely revamp the end game because yeah, they removed the loot boxes. Yep, it was designed around the uh, buying loot boxes and stuff, and when you couldn't get them anymore, it made the end game content take much, much, much longer to beat and become much, much harder. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I want games to be good. I want people to enjoy gaming and not be exploited. So, well, stay you know, mobile as always. Then. Oh, yeah, I don't play mobile games anymore. I haven't played mobile games forever. But, um, you know, I want good things to happen. I'm expecting bad things to happen. I don't expect this to go anywhere. But who knows? Maybe maybe it does this time. 
Do you uh, uh, do you have anything to add? Anything I mean, else? I just don't have a lot of faith in this really uh, getting some uh, traction just because of lobbyists, really. Uh, yeah. The U.S. political system just has way too much money in it. Yep. And hell, if uh, the last several weeks has shown anything, uh, the group that has the most money could set a just whatever they want, right? Yep, they can do whatever they want with that repercussion. Uh, and be as or tasteless very, as possible. Very yeah. So, but, okay. Yeah, sh- shall we move along to something kind of funny? Yeah. Uh, fans beg Sega to delay Sonic Frontiers. So this was actually trending on Twitter for a while. <laughs> uh, did you see uh, any of the gameplay? Nope, okay. I haven't seen any of Okay, there, there's a link on uh, this to a video, and I think you should watch it. Just jump ahead a little bit if you want, to probably okay. about a minute in. Okay. And I'm with your reaction. Why are there so many sound effects? <laughs> like, the gameplay itself looks relatively unchanged from the last all of the Sonic 3D 3D games they've done since Sonic Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they add pianos. Sucks. Why are there so many sound effects? Why is he rock climbing? <laughs> this isn't Assassin's Creed. It's fucking Sonic. Run up the wall. Very, uh, uh, whatever he's in his walk animation, it looks like he's walking in place because he's moving so goddamn slowly. And then when he's in his running animation... It looks like uh, he's lost all traction because he's running slower than what he should be, right? Yeah. You know, when I originally saw the Twitter hashtag going on, I thought, oh, okay, so they're overblowing it. Because I didn't really pay attention to this because, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, this just looks boring. <laughs> this looks more or less like it's on par with Sonic Adventures 2 from 15... 15- 20 years ago? God damn, that game is old. Um, but this feels like, or looks like gameplay from Sonic Adventures 2 with better graphics. Which, after, you know, 15 to 20 years, is not enough. Like, that's mm-hmm. not good enough. Well, it's kind of weird that, uh, looking at the gameplay, and for those who are listening, I do encourage you to go check out the link over on Video Game Chronicle for, uh, video of the gameplay. Uh, there's a few times that when the game gets going, it actually looks like it's running at a proper speed. But beyond that, everything just feels so sluggish. Yeah. And Which is sluggish, a problem with yeah. all of the 3D Sonic games. Yeah. Sonic is supposed to uh, yeah, be running around to the speed of sound, right? Yep. Gotta go fast. And it doesn't help that the animations you know, at, uh, either make him look like he's just walking in place or just... Uh, you know, kind of just meandering along. Oh my god, I just had a realization of something. What? My kid, so we watched, we we have seen both of the Sonic movies, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, Sonic 2 is now out, so we have watched both of them recently. And my kid does what I thought was a Naruto run. I mean, he's never seen Naruto. But, <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean it hasn't been absorbed into, you know, his brain space somehow. Sonic does, like, a Naruto run mm-hmm. with his arms held yeah. back behind him. I bet he's doing... I bet he saw that in Sonic somewhere, and that's why he's doing it. <laughs> Either that or he's going to take over Area 51. It could be. I, I, I heard this theory a long time ago, and I've kind of not been able to drop it, is that Sonic Team secretly hate making Sonic games, so they are trying to make every game they can... But with Sonic in it? 
Yeah. Uh, it, this was what really uh, the prevailing theory in that awful uh, 3D Sonic game. Uh, what was it? The 2006 one? Where, it, you know, it was like Final Fantasy beat Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, wasn't it on Xbox? Uh, yeah, Sonic. Something. I think it was just Sonic the Hedgehog and they dropped all, yeah, subtitles for it. It makes sense. Edgy reboot with the same name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, it feels like Someone on the design team played Breath of the Wild and decided to upscale and put Sonic in it. Oh, shit. You're right. Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey or kind of a combination of both. Well, well Super Mario Odyssey uh, uh, d- doesn't have uh, you know, world design quite like this. Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is uh, essentially still sort of uh, the old 3D Mario uh, you know, idea of very compact levels. I mean, they do have bigger levels than what you know, they did in like Mario 64, but you know, it's still a, a particular style. But this one, th- this feels uh, very Breath of the Wild, especially with that damn piano, right? Yeah. Uh, and also puzzle elements for whatever reason, right? <laughs> well, those are present in the Sonic Adventure games as well, and probably the other Sonic games that came in between this one and this, but I haven't played any of them. And I think part of the reason why the game feels so sluggish because whenever the, uh, Sonic does get you know, some uh, movement going, you can see some noticeable lag and uh, frame drops. And I've realized... Yeah, some frame rate yeah, And I've realized this is pre-release footage. But this is what they decided to show. Yeah. Right? Which means that either they're lazy, like, you know, they didn't go through and pick out something better, or, like, this is as good as it gets. But, yeah... I feel like Sonic has had a revival here recently, partly because of the popularity of the movies. Oh, don't worry, they're killing them. Maybe entirely because of the popularity of the movies. Yeah, those movies have, are far too good for what uh, what they uh, should be, you know? Yes, yes. Or, or I should they say at least solid. the first one. I haven't seen the second the, one yet. The second one is in the same category. It's a solid, like, B-tier movie. It's not great, but it's certainly fun. Don't go into it with high expectations, and you will enjoy every moment of it. I'm just waiting for it to be on something other than Paramount. Unless they, uh, yeah, released it somewhere else. No, we bought it. So I don't, I don't know. It's, I know it's released for rent or purchase from other places. We just bought it because my kid's into it, so we bought like a, the, a, the two-pack DVD or Blu-ray set or whatever at Walmart. Well, well also, you're going to get some mileage out of it because kids, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fucking roll around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Oh god, they have the old uh, Sonic X uh, cartoon on uh, Amazon Prime. Nice. So there, there's something for you to watch as well. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like they're. It looks like they're phoning it in. Yes, it looks like the developers are phoning it in, and the fans don't want that. Mm-hmm. And from a little bit farther down in the article, they mentioned the fans' outcry causing the redesign of the movie. So I guess they're hoping that yeah they can outcry and get this to change. I mean, I can't blame them for being upset with this one. No, absolutely not. Uh, and, and that's why you shouldn't really write off, you know, delay, you know, or, you know, a uh, hashtag uh, movement, because, you know, you have really no context for it. Yeah. Uh, but gotta love the Defenders. Clearly it's a beta, right? So they'll fix it eventually. Yep. I hate this. It also releases in six months, right? <laughs> Just in time for Christmas. Pretty much. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, not really. I mean, oof. hoping that they All fix right. it, but I have little faith. Yeah. So, moving on to our next topic, which is a community corner topic. Um, military secrets leaked on War Thunder forums again. 
So this All one right. specifically, Chinese military secrets. This is, I mean, this has happened on War Thunder a couple of times, a few times uh-huh. that we know about. Um, there are plenty of people, you know, military personnel who play War Thunder because they enjoy it. And also, I mean, plenty of people who aren't necessarily like active duty personnel, but, you know, are just interested that play and have a much more than just casual investment in the history or the tech involved. So uh, every once in a while, you'll see pop up on the forums or something like that, a heated debate between people who are really interested in this stuff, either because they are, you know, are or have been active duty service people, or it's like something that they study or they're, you know, (laughs) museum curators, which Mm -hmm. has popped up on the forums. And they're like, um, actually, the way that this weapon works IRL Mm -hmm. is X, Y, and Z. And here's my technical diagram to back it up. Whoops. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you just shared state secrets. Well done. So that's, uh, I mean, more or less, that's what has happened here. Again. Again. So It's still hilarious. Just, oh, yeah, it's hilarious. Just quoting from the article, it says, The free-to-play vehicle combat simulator has leaked classified Chinese military documents on the game's online forum, according to defense analysts. While the details of the anti-tank weapon in question were previously known, this is the first time that authenticating documentation has been seen outside of China. How do we know the documents are authentic? Well, they've, they're pictured next to the weapon itself. <laughs> so, that's hey, You do realize somebody person. got killed over this, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dead or sent to the Chinese equivalent of the Gulag, Guantanamo. Uh, they're over there uh, uh, in the re-education camps, remember? Yeah. Oh, People get so caught up with uh, their uh, you know, internet arguments that they don't realize all the felonies that they're committing. Even outside of internet arguments, people just get really caught up in the moment, the, mm-hmm. that sort of you know heat of the moment thing. Um, and you can get yourself in big trouble with that in more ways than just this. So it's it's just interesting to see. I think it's fascinating. Like on the one, you know, how that video games, this thing that so many people still think are you know just toys or whatever and it's like oh yes because of this video game here is this stuff about this tank round it's like oh well that's neat interested in military history are you yes or you know no i'm but i'm a veteran or whatever i have all this knowledge firsthand Mm -hmm. it's very cool yeah a matter of fact i'm holding one (laughs) touche but yeah very cool i uh i approve of that so next one uh yes so time to dive into the dumpster fire we've left this one for last diablo immortal launches into a garbage fire we kind of touched on this last week with uh do you not have phones yeah well with them releasing uh uh outside of a couple countries because of loot boxes but didn't really dive into just how bad things were and yes yes uh i I forgot that was uh, attached to this game until yeah people started mentioning it because that that was years ago that they announced it, right? And oh, yeah, at least a year, somewhere between one and two years. Yeah, wasn't it like three or four now? Oh, maybe it has been. I don't know. Time is weird that way. Uh, closing. Uh, uh yeah. closings. Oh, I was just double checking. Two thousand eighteen. Uh, from uh, know your meme. So yeah, it's been a few years. So as far as I know, the biggest issue. Or at least the most headline-grabbing issue has been that um, it has been calculated based on you know loot drops and whatever that it would cost a player one hundred and ten thousand dollars to fully 
According to this, it's this fully upgraded character in the game. Now, I don't know what that means in the context uh, of this game, what fully update upgrade means. Okay, so there's loot drops, of course, but then there's uh, gems, which sounds sort of like the uh, gems that you can have in, like, Path of Exile. And there's yeah. uh, various grades of them. Uh, it's upgrading all of them up to maximum. It's just... I see. Uh, once you get max level, that's kind of your big progression, is upgrading your gems. And uh, there, there's a couple mechanics in play here. There's uh, the orbs, which trigger events, which is a paid currency, or you can grind for it, because of course, but you have grinding for it, you know, you're looking at hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, just buying it. And each one is something like a 2% chance of an upgrade, and there's five tiers on each of the gems. It, it, it's just an utter ridiculous grind. Yes, it is a... In a game is genre that is known for grinds, mind you, right? Yeah. Uh, there's the triple battle pass system going on, where there's a free battle pass, then there's a paid battle pass, then a premium battle pass, which, damn, right? Yeah. Uh, there's... They they took the scumbag dial and twisted it past 11, so that the dial broke off. Yeah, the... Well, I'm reading the copy pasta from PC Gaming, which is linked in our, uh, uh Discord. Uh, yeah. com for a link to that. Ding. Um, there's a, a pity mechanic going on where if you only spend 100 bucks, they will upgrade one of your gems... So, you know, you get one gem up, right? The cheapest yep. welcome pack of premium currency unlocks after you beat your first boss, which gives you a little premium currency. And they have a lot of the trip, uh, the trickle mechanics on the uh, uh, packages as well, where the store doesn't unlock everything until later on. So, you know, you get that time investment. Then you see just how much of a waste of time the game is without buying in, right? Yeah. It just... Someone, you know, someone there took the scummy style and turned it to a... Oh, the login bonuses as well. So, they have login bonuses, like, pretty much every mobile game. Even though this is also on PC, which they kind of mocked the poor guy that sat there and asked about uh, this coming out on PC back four years ago, right? Yeah. So, they have login bonuses. Not surprising. But they also have a paid booster for the login bonuses for 30 days, which is stackable up to three months. If you do not log in to collect your bonus, you lose the bonus. Period. I mean, it makes sense why that they would do that. Like, it's bullshit, like, psychology mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you know, you set up a thing, but then people have to engage with it to eat. You can get the rewards, like, engage with it on a daily basis. People are likely yeah, but you lose your paid bonus something. on top of it. You're buying a number of days for the bonus to be active, not a time number of claims. So if you buy three months worth of bonuses and you only log in, you know, two thirds of the time, you lost a third of your, what you paid for. Yeah. Uh, increased inventory space expires at the end of the season, no matter how much you buy. Because of course it does. I mean, I'm just reading all this, uh, every, uh, step of claiming a normal in-game, uh, Earn progression items and achievements takes uh, you to the store because, of course, it does. Give you a similar audio and visual cues when you make a purchase. Uh, uh, some might argue this is a form of conditioning and gives you some free ticks uh, of instant gratification. Uh, and a way to purchase them 
Uh, that you need the rush all at the same time, right? Uh, complete uh, in-game milestones, trickle unlocks uh, more marker transactions, uh, and ways to spend more money. Uh, so you earned it and not shown the full picture when you're expected to pay up front. Paying uh, money to boost your rifts will reward you with rare, unique items pretty much up front or within a few minutes of gameplay for that instant gratification rush. Uh, gear that will become useless uh, once you gained another few levels, because of course it will, right? Yeah. The thing is that supposedly the game is actually decent, but they've piled so much on top of it, right? Yeah, they took a fun core loop and then tried to mm-hmm. build an entire game underneath. I mean, this takes the scummy levels that they did Diablo 3 with the auction house and just cranked it up, huh? Where they reduced all the drop rates and uh, basically made it so you had to go to the auction house. Because gotcha. did they, uh, when they removed the auction house, boost all the drop rates because they were tuned way down? That, I don't know. I am skimming through this looking for other things to point out. You have covered many of the things quite well. Well, I was mostly reading from the uh, thing, but right? Yeah. I mean, psychologically speaking, this is very clearly being done to manipulate the Mm -hmm. players into spending money and sticking with the game long term to increase the amount of chances they have that they will spend money. And, well, not just that, but also uh, getting that sunk cost where players can't see just how bad the monetization is until it's too late. Yep. And then when they see it, they're like, well... You know, I've got my four star, whatever, just one more, and I get him to five star. People will do that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, well, even if you're not paying in, uh, which you know, good luck because according to some of the people playing, it takes ages to grind out some of the stuff uh, once you get max level. Yeah. Uh, yo, you're a minnow for the whales. You're plankton. Yay! Uh, no, that's a bad thing. Ah, boo! You're feeding the whales. I was going to say I'm a goldfish mm-hmm. next. And what, what's really infuriating to me is just seeing people defending it uh, on the uh, review saying, oh, it's a really great game. Sure, the monetization sucks, but all the monetization sucks on mobile. Be the change you want to be, right? Yes, it's like you're so close. It's like all of the other modifications, or you know, all this other stuff sucks. It's like, no, buddy, the lesson is to, to change it, not to bring all of it over and adjust all of your stuff to match. Yeah, uh, that's why I've pretty much just gone... Uh, to the Switch for mobile gaming <laughs> these days. Yeah. I mean, it still hurts the buy into some of the games there, but you know, at least I'm getting full games most of the time, right? Yeah, most of Which I'll have a, another Switch game to talk about in a week or two. Good, 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 good. I can't think of anything else to say here either. I mean, it's scummy, it's bullshit. I wish they wouldn't, but of course they already did. And kind of uh, expected at this point, because, yeah. It's uh, Modern Blizzard. I'm really hoping Microsoft comes in and cleans house, but also part of me fears that, you know, it's going to get even worse because, you know, they're seeing just how much money they're making. Yeah. If, big if, if if, if it gets ba- better, it'll get worse in, in other places, you know? Mm-hmm. But we shall see. I love the comments on Reddit. Is this out of season for an April Fool's joke? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I need to go over to the Play Store uh, just see where this is sitting on the char- on the charts. I'm assuming very high because, right? Yeah. Ooh, just lean forward to look at something about my mic. My apologies. Oh, it's top because, of course, it is. Right? Of course, of course. But then again, you look at the top charts for free games. Yeah, you know, uh, 
Roblox, which is exploitative as fuck. Uh, Jurassic World Alive. I mean, I'm just looking at a lot of these, and there's a lot of... Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, pull the pin. Is this where the, uh, all the fucking Mash 3s get their uh, ads from Pull the Pin? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Was it Homescapes or whatever it is that keeps popping yeah. up on Twitter? And it's it's always a match three or a, you know, a hidden you know, object game, but they make it look like it's something completely different. All right. Do you? Let's see. Are there? Th- is there anything that we're missing at this point? I don't think so. I think I also I think, don't. I think, think we so. covered everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, we received some videos um, in the submissions yeah. slash suggestions yeah. placed on Discord. Um, uh, hey, Rage, where can they, how can they contact us? Well, you can do so over at uh, 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 com. You can find links to all our stuff over there. You drop by the Discord, which you can find a link over at the main website. Or you can tweet us, vglpodcast at gmail, uh, uh, tweet us, uh, vglpodcast, or email us, vglpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, sorry, I was going to go triple check the email when I was in the middle of all that. It goes right. Yep. So we, we haven't gotten an email in a while, so there's plenty no. of moths. Even though seems like Game Club has uh, you know, kicked the hornet's nest. <laughs> right? Indeed. We had some people respond saying that they're going to contribute for the one about shipbreakers. So, yay. Do it. Make sure you do it. Follow through. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, that's gonna do it for our main topic. <coughs> I'm, uh, I'm standing again at my desk. Um, uh, 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 do you need to uh, uh, go potty? That's, no, I'm standing because it keeps me from getting too tired so that I'm able to focus. Well, see, here, I just drank a bunch of coffee. I don't have a standing desk, so I just adjust my, I can stand up. Do you need a standing desk? I, I need a standing desk. Yes. Well, well, you do know that they have, uh, lifts that. Yo, you just press a button and the entire thing goes. Yep, I do know that. I might, I might get relative or but. Well, I'm assuming you don't want to doobly do, right? Correct. So hey, Ray. Since you're kind of standing there looking pained and sleepy. I don't look pained. I don't think I definitely look. But uh, yeah, Uh, how about haggard? Yes, perfect. Why don't you uh, hit him with him? Well, I've been caffeine rage. You can find me over on Twitter, gaming with CR, or if you should be my friend on Steam. Caffeine Rage. And you've been? I have been Jared. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JMA4707. Probably the most inflammatory thing I tweeted recently was that I said my plan to repay my student loans is to not. <laughs> That's my plan. Just don't pay them. Um, otherwise, you know, I tweet about all kinds of stuff. Oh, I made a um, comment about graham crackers. Yep, you did. Um, I've also tweeted about, like, stuff breaking on my computer and the power going out. But, you know, that's just... Just regular complaining. But, yep, find me there at JMA4707 on Twitter. Or, yeah, on Twitter. Um, my brain mixed up Twitter and Twitch for a second. Although you can find me on Twitch sometimes, participating in Twitch streams at uh, twitch.tv slash runicarts, um, where I play a very uh, hungry vampire man who kills and eats people, and then running a Battletech game, uh, tabletop game that on Twitch on Friday nights. That's where you'll find me. And then, of course, just, that's, those are my things. Right. So, uh, anyway, if you wish to contact the podcast, you do so. BGLpodcast at gmail.com with your letters, voicemails, game-related topics. 
Tweet to VGL Podcast or drop by the Discord, which you can find a link to that over at vglpodcast.pondweed.com, as well as the links to all our stuff. And if you wish to spread the love, you can find us on your podcatcher of choice. Our lovely, lovely patrons have made this uh, madness possible. You can find out more at patreon.com slash Podcast. Our intro downtrend music is on the ground by Kim McLeod. You can find his work over at computech.com and... As always, as this lovely music starts to roll across my voice. Bye-bye now. See ya. Bye-bye.